when I shifted that and trust me, it's still like a shift I'm having to work on every single day. I have so much more fun in my business and I make way more money just by literally doing what I think is best for me or what I think is best for my team or my client. Welcome to Real with Teal. This world is evolving, my friends. We are elevating as a collective, and it is my mission to expand your mindset and see the realness. You will be hearing from the top thought leaders, change makers, and entrepreneurs across all industries on how energy, intuition, manifestation, and consciousness have all played a massive role in their success and fulfillment. I'm your host, Teal Cooper. Let's get real. Today was such a beautiful and raw conversation that I had with one of my good friends, Whitney Eckes. Whitney is a badass serial entrepreneur in San Diego. She's the founder of Eckes Marketing, a digital marketing agency. And as of 2021, she's also now the CEO of Get Super, an instant wellness beverage company on a mission to really help support people achieve a calm, focused energy. I'm a big fan of their hemp-infused instant coffee packets, and they actually taste really good. I know instant coffee can get a bad rep, but this one definitely dismantles that stereotype. So they really are perfect for like a second pick-me-up, and I don't even need creamer with it, which is great. But Whitney today gets real about her mental health and how the pandemic rocked her world upside down and was ultimately the catalyst for a lot of change in her personal, mental, and career life. Whitney just has so much wisdom to share when it comes to mindset and on her breakthroughs that she's experienced. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear her story. And if you enjoy this chat, make sure to give us some love, screenshot, and share with a friend, tag at Whitney Eckes and at Real With Teal. Okay, let's jump right in. Let's do it, girl. <laughs> Okay, Whitney, I really just want to say how much I admire you in your second season of your podcast. Like I re-listened to it today and the vulnerability that you had and just like how raw you were, I think just takes a lot of courage and like it really inspired me. And I would love for you to kind of just share your story, like introduce yourself. Um, I know you have like so many amazing things going on. And let's just start there. Yeah, of course. So my name is Whitney Eckes. Um, I am now, I guess what you would call a serial entrepreneur, um, did not start off that way, but I launched my creative marketing agency about four years ago. And ever since from that point, I've just been intrigued by businesses and business and, um, just wanted to do a bunch of different things. So I started like investing my time and sweat equity into other businesses. And, um, in 2020, I was basically kind of, I say like I was diagnosed, but like, it was really something that was just happening. And like, it, I think manifested itself in 2020 because we were all slowing down and there were so many things happening. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of people that this happened to, but in 2020, I was diagnosed with severe anxiety disorder and depression. And I was like, this like fucking blows. Like my, um, my family has a history of suicide and then also to just 
basically mental health diagnoses that have not been like basically like uncovered by family members or like, you know, family members weren't receiving proper treatment or education, or they were just quote unquote crazy. Like, so when this happened, it was kind of like, fuck, like I'm literally the product of my genetics. Like this, like is something that, you know, and especially being like an entrepreneur and being very like driven by my ambition and my dreams, like felt like such a low blow and like something so like out of my control that I just was like, you know, I basically was like, okay, like the only thing I know how to do with this diagnosis is how I would treat like a business and like literally putting together like a game plan of like how I'm going to get through this. And that's kind of what I did. I was like, you know, I'm probably not going to take the antidepressant route because I've again, someone super close with me and my family has a history of addiction with it. And I was like, you know, this seems like a lot of thought processing and I don't really want to numb it. I really kind of want to understand where it's coming from. So I hired a health coach. I hired a therapist. I started changing and revamping my whole entire life. And through that process, I was introduced to incorporating CBD into my life. And, um, I started dropping CBD oil into my coffee every morning. Fast forward to me approaching, actually, we were just talking about how I don't do sales. I was actually (laughs) doing sales in 2020. Maybe that's why I'm traumatized. (laughs) Um, but I was bugging this guy to let me do his marketing. I'm like, just like you have the coolest product. It was a hemp infused instant coffee. I'm like, like everything, like, like, it's great. Like it helps me. Like, I feel so good. And like, he's like, yeah, he's like, well, I struggle with severe anxiety disorder too. That's why I created the formulation. I go fucking awesome. Let's do this. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want anything to do with the company. I'm like, why? And he's like, I'm looking to sell it. I'm like, great. This is my calling. Here we go. Like, just like, I, I don't want to say I wasn't thinking cause it was a super thought out process, but it was such like, um, this is it. Like, this is something yeah. like really like something I want to do and something that also is now aligning with such a deeper part of me. Whereas my marketing agency has always aligned with me. It's always been a part of me, but there's something about this new company that I was just so like drawn to. And I think to walk again, this is such a long intro, but no, I love this. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) But like walking through all of this, I was like, you know, this is my, this is my game plan. And now I'm understanding how people feel. And there's so many other things that like, I, I still struggle with my sleep at night. I still struggle with, um, like lack of energy and like, even like, um, kind of like menstruation and cycles for women and like the pain they're going through. And I'm like, wait a minute, I see 27 products with this one company. And there are so many ways that I could help people just by the ways that this one product has helped me. And so I acquired get super in 2020, reformulated it, rebranded it, basically redid everything and then launched in October of this year. So holy shit. (laughs) So incredible. (laughs) And it's like, you know, it's like that, what was missing, it was like that alignment. It's like, you felt mm-hmm. so called to it. And it's, sure. I think that's so amazing that definitely like the stars aligned, you were meant to find get super and it yeah. could be your baby. But something you said in your podcast that really resonated with me was just like the lessons and impacts that COVID had on you specifically, like COVID was so hard for so many people, but for both of us, I think it drastically affected our businesses Mm. and 
going back to that place, like, what do you feel like your experience was with all of that? Yeah. Um, I mean, it was just heartbreaking. I mean, we, number one, like I had bootstrapped Ekis marketing. Like I, I did not take a paycheck for almost, oh my God, (laughs) two, almost three years. Wow. Uh, when did you launch? Uh, Okay. So this is, it gets a little fuzzy. So I started it in 20, when I was 22 years old, which I think was like 2017. I'm doing that math. Right. Um, but I had launched it when I was actually still at the hospitality agency. Okay. So I was invoicing out as Ekis marketing because they had me on as an independent contractor. I'm like, okay, cool. I don't want a DBA though. Like might as well just start my own LLC. Like I'm already starting to like, feel like I'm kind of wanting to get out of like having a boss. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> so then I like kind of soft launch. I took over five of those, uh, properties with me when I left the hospitality group and then started just working my way up kind of almost like freelancing in a mm-hmm. sense. And then I was like, I guess I should like hire and train people if I want this thing to be an agency. And then fast forward to 2019, I'm like, no, we're a fucking agency. Like, let's go. Mm-hmm. So in 2020, I was like, ready to go. I had all these plans, like all these like revenue goals. I'm sure everyone did. And then, yeah, like we, I just remember like literally sitting in our conference room and my phone was like lighting up and it was like, pause contract, cancel contract. We lost 75% of our business. And a lot of it was because it was hospitality, which is kind of this gorgeous blesses blessing in disguise because I had always wanted to go into product base or CBG. And so it kind of was like wiping this slate clean and it was super painful, but also led me to doing a lot of research on other brands and how I can really work with them. So that process was really hard. Um, and then, I mean, too, like, you know, as an entrepreneur, like, it's just, you, you feel like you are going to do everything in your power. And then when there's nothing to do in your power, there's there, it just is this like overwhelming feeling of just like you failed. Oh my God. And being helpless is the worst fucking feeling Yeah, like no control, which now I realize is like learning how to detach, but at the time, like that's so fucking hard to figure out. Sure. And I, (laughs) you know, I don't even know what the fuck I was doing. (laughs) Like I had one employee, she's been, she was with me from like the very beginning. And I was like, I'm going to keep paying you. We didn't apply for, I mean, we didn't even apply for business loans because I didn't have enough payroll. Like we just, we were so young and new. And like, even now, like looking at like our four years, I'm like, oh, we're four years old. Like we should probably be like a lot far further along. And then I look at our actual journey. I'm like, God, no, we're still such a young agency. Like the way that we work and process. Um, but at that time I was like, we had like, we had just had all of our basic like winter, spring interns on. And I'm like, all right, let's fucking go to Pinterest. And so we learned Pinterest. We wow. actually created a whole division in Pinterest out of Ecos marketing because of COVID. Um, got into TikTok, really got knowledgeable in TikTok. But I mean, yeah, at that point, it was just like, I was kind of like not twiddling my thumbs, but I had a couple clients and man, it was, it rocked them. Mm-hmm. And like even trying to bring clients on because they were desperate for marketing. I mean, they're spending money they don't have on marketing just to try to make something. It was fucking brutal. So when COVID happened and like it forced you to slow down, was that when you started realizing like the mental health coming up? Or was it before yeah. that? Yeah. Um in college, 
it really kind of started in like college and then like working through it as a young adult, I felt like maybe it was just like these like grown up phases. And it wasn't until basically I started working with my therapist and started working with my mental health or with my coach. I don't, her name's Amy. She's incredible. Oh, yes. You uh, know, Amy, Amy, Natalie. Yes. I met her. Yes. Yes. She's okay. awesome. So she's my, she basically brought me on a one-to-one coach and then I did a mastermind program and she's still someone like I just adore has changed my life. But I just, I just started noticing like these patterns and like the way I was thinking and like, she would even call them out and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. This isn't, this isn't not normal. Like this isn't a normal way of thinking. And that's when, you know, obviously my therapist was like, okay, I'm diagnosing you like today. And I'm like, okay, shit. Like, I don't really like, what is like, what does this mean? Like, is it medication? Like, do I have to go start seeing you? Like, like I, I so literally, I remember just having like a panic attack. <laughs> I called my dad and my dad's like, fuck that therapist. And I'm like, no, you can't say that. Like something's <laughs> happening. Like I feel it. And it basically, yeah. I mean, it did come down to like COVID, but it, I think it came down to COVID because it was now I was just slowed down Yeah, and I couldn't cover, I couldn't cover up these patterns anymore with business or new projects or just kind of like masking things over to get by for sure. Um, Yeah. I feel like that COVID just had a massive, like awakening effect on a lot of people because it gave everyone the chance for the first time in forever to just like get fucking quiet with yourself Mm -hmm. and like sit with yourself and actually ask like, how am I feeling? You know, because so many of us just get distracted in like the day to day that we're like, we don't even think about it. Oh yeah. Even like now, even this year, I'm in like trying to like re-gear my brain and be like, like, am I like, am am I doing okay? Like there'll be days where I like, don't want to do my morning practice. And I'm like, why Winnie? Like <laughs> literally why, you know? And it's, you know, some of it's like innocent. And it's like, I just don't want to fucking do it. I want to sit here and like drink my coffee and be in silence. And other times it's like, Oh wait, you are literally avoiding something that's inside of you. Yeah. So what is your morning routine? Oh man. I love this question. I it's, it's like so basic, but it's so like perfect for me. It's, I just wake up and I make a cup of coffee and I'll, I'll do a combination of like three things. I'll usually journal, meditate. And then, um, I love pulling cards and like praying and just kind of being in a kind of surrendered zone. Um, and yeah, when you meditate, do you listen to anything or you're just silent? No, I listen. I have to to like, a to what I listen to. Okay. So I love insight timer. Okay. I love, um, I think her name's Sarah Blondin. She's great. I need to get this app. Yeah. She's it's great. It's free. Okay. I need to get it. Um, and then recently I've been listening to Chani C I A N I horoscope app. Yes. I didn't know she has a, she has, if you like upgrade or whatever, get her package. She has like, um, they're, they're a little bit different in meditations, but they're, it's definitely like a self-check-in meditation. Like there's multiple. So there's like ones where, um, she'll do like, a what did I, what was the one I did this morning? It was like creativity or um, your future or manifesting, but it like puts like, she'll get you so deep in your body where you're like, you're listening. You're like, is this meditation? Like even about like manifesting, like you'll kind of like question it, yeah. but then she'll like say these things and give you like these prompts. And then all of a sudden you're like, so deep in your body that you're like, oh my God, like my bodily embodying, like how I feel right now is how I'm going to manifest. 
as, as, love as much of an arch as that sounds, that's yeah. how it is. No, that seems amazing. I want to check that out. Yeah. I feel like everyone should have a morning routine. Like I it's know. so important. Um, especially for entrepreneurs, like, and that's something I, I love that you like always talk about is like being an entrepreneur is fucking hard mm-hmm. and it's not all glamor. Like everyone, yeah. like what we see on social media, cause we're only really seeing like the highlight reels, but what would you say are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned as an entrepreneur from this past like year, year and a half? Yeah. Um, this is a great question. <clears throat> I would say like, Okay. I mean, like I was, I was so young, like in my like mind, I was like very immature when I started Ekis, like at 22. Well, yeah, that's a baby. It's a baby. I'm like, I was still like at the fucking bars on like a Tuesday night. I'm like, <laughs> this is, should not have happened, but here we are. <laughs> but, um, I, I think I looked back or I look like now that I look back and I like think about like who I was back then and like all the expectations I held on myself. I would say like my biggest learning is that like, you know, there's no like right way to like do your business. There's really not. And I remember I used to look at these people and like idolize them and like put them on pedestals. And like, there was even, I'll never forget. There was like, even like this, like networking event. I was so, I was like sweating. I was like, so terrified to like be in this setting of other people because I was so intimidated by all the success around me. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, like they just have it. Like they just have it. Like, I don't know if I have this like in me or like, I don't know if I'm smart enough or talented enough or strategic enough or good enough with money. And that is like the biggest lie that I feel like we tell ourselves as entrepreneurs because we're so ambitious and we're seeking so hard to go after our passion or to live our dream life or to make a life for ourselves that sometimes we get so up inside of our own heads of trying to figure it out that we almost start preventing and blocking ourselves from like actually just doing what we think is best or just listening to our gut or doing our business the way that makes sense to us. And when I shifted that and trust me, it's still like a shift I'm having to work on every single day. I have so much more fun in my business and I make way more money just by literally doing what I think is best for me or what I think is best for my team or my client. And that's like the coolest part about business, but that's also the most like psychological, like warfare of business is like, you're constantly being bombarded with all this education. You're constantly trying to learn, you're trying to up-level and do all these things. And like, sometimes like that shit just bogs you down as an entrepreneur. Totally. And yeah. Oh my God. Like I have the chills when you just said that. Cause it's like, it's so fucking spot on. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. Like I was in the same boat with the networking events. I worked at a co-working space yeah. and everyone around was like, you need to get a board. You need to get these types of investors. Mm-hmm. You have to do like this X, Y, Z route. And it was fucking intimidating. Sure. And I was like, I don't know anything about angel investing. I don't know about how to make a, you know, pitch deck, all these things. Obviously I, I was learning throughout the process, but like those routes ended up not being what we needed to do at all for our business. And it's like, when we tune in and realize like everyone has their own path. And like you said, it's like, just bogs you down. It does. And it, it just, it also too, like you're now creating these mental, like, I guess mindsets are huge for me because one of the, one of the problems that I walk through and like my depression is just my self-talk and my self-worth. And for me, 
when I get into that state of starting to view others differently than how I view myself or view myself less than that's when all of a sudden, like all these things are happening and I'm not acting, I'm acting in a different way. I'm not leading my business in a way where I'm, you know, kind of like fearless, or I'm not leading in my business in a way of confidence in myself. I'm now leading my business because I'm like, well, how would so-and-so do this? Or what should I be doing? Or if I was only smart enough, maybe I would have figured this out before. And so those kind of like thoughts are like kind of detrimental. And it is, it's like a total mind fuck. Cause you're like, I'm thinking this way. I'm just trying to do my fucking best. Yeah. And it's, you know, we, we just, I don't know, as an, I see it in myself so much. And that's something that I've been having to work through. And I see it a lot too, in other people mm-hmm. where I'm like, honestly, if you just had a clean state and you, you know, money wasn't a factor, what would you do? And I think sometimes like that being a little bit naive in that sense is the best way to go out and launch something. I feel like the self-talk happens to a lot of people and mm-hmm. I'm definitely one of them. Like what are ways you get out of that and like help shift you back to being like more in control and in your power? Yeah. Um, number one, I mean, again, I'm going all from like my own, what works for me. Um, I would say the first thing, like first thing you should do is like, if you don't have this already, like I, it sounds like I'm going to like, just totally pump up your ego and maybe I am, but look at all your fucking celebrations. Look at everything you've done. Even if it's like you woke up today, like look at everything and celebrate yourself. Now from that standpoint, like take it a step further. What are these things that like you've done that like, maybe like, don't come easy to other people. And I started, I actually started realizing this, like through events. Like I remember like people were asking me to do events and I was like doing them for free. I'm like, Oh, no, really? This is like fucking easy. Like that's totally cool. And I started like realizing, I'm like, wait a minute, like, why am I doing all these events? Like, and someone, <laughs> I think it was actually like, it was either Lisa from swirl or one of her other clients. And they're like, cause you're good at them. Like, you're so good at this. Like we can't do this without you. And that little like reminder or celebration that you can give to yourself of being like, no, this is like, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm meant to be doing. Most people, maybe this doesn't come natural to them or something that they can do, but this is something that I thrive in and I'm really good at. That's one of the best ways to help bring yourself out of that state. Because I can guarantee if you look at anyone in that networking room, Some of them fucking suck on making it on time. (laughs) Some of them don't know how to talk to angel investors. Some of them like literally have their assistant who is their everything or whatever, or maybe they just suck at picking up the phone call. I don't know, whatever it is. Everyone has something that they're not great at. And everyone has something that they're exceptional at. And for you to tap into that in your business, like, for example, I learned like the other day, like I... (laughs) is so dumb. I'm like kind of removed from some of my client work because my team's so exceptional, but like, I was literally trying to take a photo for a client and my team's like, stop. <laughs> like, we love you, but this is not a good photo. <laughs> like, it's like stuff like that, you know? And it's like, it's great because I'm, that's not where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be the visionary of the agency and like help grow and help maneuver and make shifts. And yes, my content creation days are kind of done, honestly. And so are my graphic design days and that's okay. But going back to that, write out all of your celebrations, write out all the things that you're really proud about yourself. Um, it could be an accomplishment. Again, it could be something that you just love about yourself. 
write them all down and like reference them. And I think to, you know, visualization or even bringing yourself out of a, sometimes we get too close to our businesses where everything becomes like this, like major problem. And quite honestly, like I started noticing that a lot in client work. Right. And it was like, kind of like people pleasing. And I was so upset when a client wasn't happy. And now I'm kind of at this point where I'm so far removed and I purposely do this because at the end of the day, if a client's not happy, I'm not a good fit for them. Like if they're not seeing our value, if they're not valuing my team, if they're not valuing what I'm doing for them, I can't change that. And that's nothing personal on me. It's just not what they're looking for. And so removing yourself, and I know that's a very specific example for your business, but remove yourself from like this problematic, like, you know, everyday kind of bullshit and look out like a beyond and like what you want to be doing or where you want to go. Because sometimes if you pull yourself out that far and kind of scale back, you'll realize like, this isn't even a fucking problem I should be dealing with. Like, I don't need to be dealing with this or like, I'm going to end this, or I'm going to go in a different direction. And that can be the biggest shift in your company ever. That's such good advice. Like all of that. I mean, I, I feel like when you realize that you have gifts that that other people don't have, it's Mm -hmm. like, gives you that boost of confidence where like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to do. And you like, remember again. Yeah, totally. When I'm all about like discovering fulfillment and I think fulfillment is like such a big topic, like those people in the networking event, you know, you can look at someone, they could be so successful from the outside looking in, but you have no idea if they're happy and fulfilled. Sure. So like for you, I love asking like, what is living your most fulfilled life look like for you? Oh my God. Freedom, 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 <laughs> freedom. Oh, I'm such a Sagittarius. It's so bad. I'm, I like, love it. I'm like, I just want to run wild and have no one tell me what to do. But, um, honestly just, yeah, my most fulfilled life I think is, um, I, I, I have, like, again, I'm working through this, but I really, um, feel like I've had such a fortunate life that I feel a very strong ambition to constantly be building and constantly be either a setting myself up for, you know, a future life of fortune or b just trying to prove something of myself and kind of break that mold of just being like blessed, um, more of like, I've earned this and I've earned my right away. So for me, like when I look at my life, like I, I really want the ability to just kind of be free of expectation on myself and also free in the, like in the ways of like, I can pick up and do whatever I want tomorrow, or I can pick up and start a new project tomorrow. Or I know if I take this risk, I'm confident enough in myself that I'll somehow save my own ass if it doesn't work out. Um, And that's a lot of confidence. And like, it's kind of a super ambitious, like dream to be that fulfilled. But I'm again, like, I'm also the type where I just want to really have not necessarily so much control over my life, but just freedom in my life where I can expand and try new things and do things and know that I'll be okay. I love that. I think that's beautiful. Um, When it comes to like goals and goal setting, do you have a process that you do that like works for you? Yeah. Um, 
Oh God, I'm such like a list maker, but honestly, I think, I think there's, and maybe I'm like super kinesthetic. I feel like I'm like, I just really, I guess I know myself really well. I keep saying like all these things that I, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, You're so, aware. I'm so aware, I guess so much, work, but so much work has gone into that to get to that place. But, um, I'm super kinesthetic. So like, honestly, like I'm actually starting to like, realize like even the marketing agency, like I'm craving an office right now. Like I'm craving a production studio. I'm craving things I can touch and feel and be in person. Um, so for goals, like I love creating lists of goals. Like I love like not plans, but like dreams, right? Like I desire this. Like I want to be in my dream home one day. I want to be making X amount with X marketing one day. Um, you know, I want to be doing these things and I'll list them all out. And, um, with that, I also try to like visualize them. And this was actually something Amy really helped me out with because <laughs> I'll never forget. We were on a, we were on a call and she was asking me to do like this visualization and like, I like nothing came to my mind. That's like, happened to me before. Yeah. And it was like, it's hard to like visualize on the spot. Yeah. Or like when someone asks you like what you want and you're like, I don't like, okay, Christina Rice, we were just talking about her. We'll totally plug, we'll plug both of them because they're both amazing. Yes. Um, but she asked me that question too. What do you want? And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, <laughs> I, what do you mean? What do I want? Like, and it's that, but it's that, it's that simple as like getting into those goals. Why do you want that? Why? Or why do you desire this? Or, you know, when you're sitting down and you close your eyes and actually practicing what it looks like in your brain is also such like a, like a workout, like a muscle workout, because you're, you're now asking your brain to not, you know, to create this uh, perception of reality for you and what it's going to look like when it's going to feel like. And so for me, that's also been something super helpful because now I'm backward engineering my goals. Now I'm actually thinking about, well, if, if this is what this is going to look like, how do, how do I get there? And what's the reality of me getting there? Like what steps do I got to take? So I think when you're goal setting, like be obviously smart with them and like make them calculated and really do your research, but also to like visualize the fuck out of them because it's probably going to lead you down a pathway to actually getting there. Totally. And when we step into the feelings of it, it just like exemplifies like our vibration to attract it 10 times more. Sure. So speaking of like calling in to existence, like what are you calling in for 2022? Oh, 2022. Okay. So actually I think our, our girlfriend, we have so many mutual friends. I'm sorry. I keep like, plugging. <laughs> I love it. But Lauren sent me, I think it was Lauren. She sent me like this meme and it was like, 2021, we grew 2022, we flourished. And for 2022, I'm just like, you know, what? I worked my ass off 2020 and 2021 and I built and I built and I built, and now it's this time to like sit back and like attract. And so for me, I just want to really attract and let everything flourish that I've built. And this is going to be very hard for me because I'm so like a doer and I need action items, but I'm also at this point now where I'm like, things don't have to be so hard and things don't have to be such like a, your nose to the grindstone and just pumping through and pushing through. And I'm trying to actually abandon that way of thinking about business and really doing things that are light me up and that are fun and that my clients love and that people love or that help people. And so for me, 2022 is actually exploring that it's like, 
what, what can I magnetically bring to me? That's going to help someone else out. And that's also like, kind of like a trust faith-based thing. But, you know, after doing this, since I was like, you know, right out of college and just feeling like if I work hard enough, success will come. And it definitely has, but like, there's also a point too, where I'm like, now I'm, I'm ready to ready to kind of play a little bit and attract and just kind of flourish and everything. And I love what you said about, it doesn't have to be so hard. Like that was a huge thing I broke this year was like the whole hustle culture thing. It's like, we don't need to be like, go, go, go. And like drop everything else to be successful. Like actually I feel like when we're doing less more happens. Yeah. You know, thousand percent, thousand percent. I feel like too, the reason why is because like I was talking to another girlfriend and I was like, why, why do you think that is like, why do you think you attract when you do less? And they're like, cause you're happier, your energy, hundred percent. Like people want to work with teal because teal makes them feel good, whether or not like, you know, whatever, they're just attracted to you. Now, if you're putting that energy into your business, they want to work with Eka's marketing because Eka's marketing makes them feel good. And also too, they're bringing X, Y, and Z value. But most importantly, the best thing that you can do as business is be somebody that people want to work with. And you can't be that person if you fucking hate your life. Like you, you can't. It's so true. <laughs> Moral stories, love your fucking life. <laughs> oh my God, Whitney. I just like love this conversation. I it fuels me in ways that like, this is what I was craving was just deep, meaningful conversations in this outlet. And you're just such an amazing person and bring so much value. I think so many people are going to learn a lot from you. you know? Oh yeah, dude. I mean, I thank you. I, I, I love talking to you always, but I feel like ever since I met you, you were just, you were, you were in this little like aura of people that I was like, how have I not met this girl yet? Like everyone keeps talking about her. I really need to meet her. And then sure enough, you show up at this book launch party and I'm like, oh my God, it's time. The stars (laughs) align, instantly connected. (laughs) But okay. Where can everyone find you? Yeah. So you guys can follow like my own journey, just at Whitney Eckes. You can follow the agency at Eckes Marketing, which is just my last name and marketing. And then you can follow our newest baby at Get Super and it's still G-E-T-S-U-P-R. And it's like really fucking good. (laughs) I drink it all the time and I have a coffee business. Which is wild. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you did, please feel free to share it on social or with a friend. And if you haven't yet gotten the chance to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and can take a second out of your day to do so, I would be so grateful. Thanks again for listening. I deeply appreciate you all and make sure you remember to keep it real.